mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete Donaldson, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? Um, can you hear, like, my mouth? You know, like, when people talk on can microphones, you, you can kind of hear that their, their, <laughs> their mouth is, like, really, uh, really soggy and really wet. I am salivating at the idea... <laughs> That come summer 2023, the Chris Broad, a Broad in Japan book, is going to be out. I'm really excited. I'm going to pre-order it and everything. Oh, that's so kind of it's you, It's good stuff. I cannot wait to have it in my hands. And and, and this, he's not even told me to plug this. You'd think that it, <laughs> it, it, this is Chris on, can you make sure you mention the book? But do it, like, not very obviously. <laughs> this is me. We were talking about the book before we got on. And I'm, I'm just really excited about reading a book. Why read it when you can buy the audio book, which I've got to record no. at some point? Yeah, I want to have it, it in my hands. I want to uh, have it in my hands. Do you get my money from the audio book? I guess you yeah. would, wouldn't you? The margins would be smart. <laughs> oh, yeah, I say. Okay, great. Just send Chris some money. Don't bother about the book. Just send him some money. <laughs> what I've discovered from the world of books is that there's like mm. no money in it. When I found out what I yep. would make from the book, it was like, <laughs> you'll make six, uh, shilling, six shillings and six, six shillings. Like, we had, uh, yeah, so we did the Footwear book, and I've probably spoken about it before, but like when Penguin said, uh, and this is how much you'll make from the book if you sell 20,000 copies, we were like, oh, and uh, oh, yeah, you had a book, when, yeah, you, yeah. when you split it five ways, oh, dear me. <laughs> the only one who, who came out of it with any credit was Marcus, who didn't write a fucking word in it. <laughs> so, so he, only, he was the only one who came out of credit. And we had to fucking tour the length and breadth of the UK to sell these fucking books, to get these books in the merch stands. We could sign them for the people who bought them. And yeah, just, oh, we saw one in a charity shop a few weeks ago. Unbelievable. Did you buy it? Did you buy it? Did you, <laughs> did you sign it? You should have Amazon. signed it. You should have put like yeah. your signature in the front cover. The real yeah, Pete exactly. Donaldson. But, but we had like a lineup and we were all kind of like signing um, the books down the line, all four of us from the Football Ramble, you know, as it was mm. about mm. four years ago. Um, and we just spent most of our time just slagging each other off, um, <laughs> writing in Sharpie, like, Marcus is a bella, Jim's a dickhead. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what a great book it must have been. It Top was, quality. just score settling. <laughs> just score settling. Did you, did you regret doing the book? Did you look back at it and go, oh, that was a waste of time? Or did you, do you think no, it is, you're glad it, you did you it? Look, I guarantee you look back and go, that's the best thing we did. Because, you, you know, you, ah. you, you, there's something... 
I always sort of like go with um, like when Limmy. Do you know Limmy, the Scottish comedian? Of course, yeah, who, uh, yeah. You know, Great so comedian. he he did like Streamer. he um, was a guy who kind of made his name on um, online. You know, doing flash animations and, and videos and stuff like that. And so he had the ear of the you know the the, the kids who'd be on the internet around the time. The masses. They, yeah, and then, and then BBC um, Scotland sort of came knocking and sort of said, "Can you do a TV show and stuff?" And like he really wanted to be on telly, not because he has like any want to be on to be famous it, the legitimacy of television is so mm. different to the kind of slightly more disposable nature of, of online and i think books are very much kind of like the same you kind of i'm glad i'm really glad we did that i can look up and sort of go i had a hand i, I wrote 25 <sighs> percent. no i wrote 33.3 percent of that piece of work and it really is a piece I... of work up there I'm just insulted that you referred to the online world as disposable. Am I disposable? disposable. Is that Forgettable. what I am to you? Forgettable, yeah. But no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, you know, the book, it's never about money. When I signed the contract or whatever, you get an advance, and it was, you know, mm. it's nice, but... Blew through that. Blew through that the time, in 10 minutes. It was, it was gone the, the on Tokyo move. chicken. <laughs> yeah, Spent that on movers. Spent that on those <laughs> mo- very polite movers who put everything in cardboard boxes. But, like, you know, the time I spend writing the book, I could have made more videos, and the ad revenue from the videos would have made more money, blah, 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 if we're going to be, like, super businessman, Chris. Mm. But I wrote the book because it's, it's really fun, like, going back in time, revisiting old memories and and trying to find meaning and purpose in your life. I don't know if the book achieved that. I don't think it did. Yeah. But it was nice yeah. to get those stories on paper, and I'm looking forward to, to doing that and promoting it. Um, yeah, it's good, but... Gosh, it's a lot of effort though, isn't it? Writing a book. <laughs> Should have got a ghostwriter. Why don't I get a ghostwriting team? There's loads of people mm. who could have written on my behalf. I could have just sprinkled some ideas around a page and then let them have lots of nice metaphors. I worry there's not mm. enough metaphors in my book, Pete. It's not enough. It's just, is there, it's just me going, I looked out the window and there was rain. And it's just like... I mean, the th- that, you're not going to be hearing that on the Amazon reviews, though, are you? You're going to be hearing, metaphors. is there enough Donaldson? Is there enough Donaldson in the book? Is there I don't enough? know if you're in it, actually. Fuck I don't think you. you're in it at all. You're Fuck not in it at you all. you to hell. I'm going to push you in a fucking river. Unbelievable. <laughs> you aren't in any of it. Fuck off. Right. Oh, no. Let me list, pe- let me list people, right? And you say yes or no. Yeah. Connor. No. Connor's not in either. All right, nah. I'll take it then. Fine. You spend way more time. What? <laughs> there we go. I think right, uh, Natsuki's in it. Natsuki's in, in it. it. Charlotte's in it for like a sentence at the end. Because yeah. the Shinzo book's like heavily... The Shinzo Abe. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, not he's the in assassination. It, yeah. The bit right. before that. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's mostly heavily weighted towards my first three years in Japan. The first right. five, six Which years. Which I didn't feature. And I understand you that. Weren't I understand there. why he didn't you, mention me. You weren't even real then. The Matrix hadn't real. conjured you totally, up. Yeah, throwing me yeah. up, yeah. You were nothing. I'm, although I did hear your voice before I met you. Because I used to play Absolute Radio in my kitchen when I was a student. Mm. And I remember your cheerful Hartlepool voice would sometimes come out. Every it's now and dinner then. time, Christopher. It's dinner time. <laughs> Enjoy your race. <laughs> well, I played the absolute 80s channel, and I don't think you were on there that much. No, I wasn't. That, they, that they, wouldn't trust, they wouldn't trust me. I didn't know. Like, my partner Sarah is, um, say it quietly, a little bit older than me. So <gasps> she's got a little bit more experience of the 80s music, and certainly mm. working absolute for a, a length of time. She kind of knows all of the 80s music. So we play a, vi- a game called um, Hurdle. Are you familiar? It's like Wordle, but with music. They'll um, right. plays the first 10 seconds of a song uh, in incremental one-second chunks and basically uh, oh, yeah, finds yeah, yeah. out whether you should like, figure out what the song is. And honestly, 
I thought I was good at that sort of thing, but with 80s music, she is an absolute demon. She sickens me how good she is at that. I want to take her on. I'm going to beat her. I've listened well, to Absolute Radio you, you think on you, repeat you think for three are, years. Oh, listen to the Vice City soundtrack once. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking take her on. She'll destroy you. She'll break both of nah, your arms, metaphorically. Nonsense. There's your as long metaphor. As, it's, as long as it's the Vice City soundtrack or Spandau Ballet, <laughs> I've got it in the bag. <laughs> Don't you worry. Don't you worry. All right, fine, um, fine, fine, fine. But I'm gearing up for a cycle. I've got the second mega fucking cycle with Connor kicking off second mega cycle two, two days time around Kyushu second mega cycle Kyushu right what's, right what's the, the podcast weather looking tonight. like down there You're you off. are so You're British you're so British. What's the weather like? I'm just like thinking on? it's going to be it's going to be warmer, isn't it, down there, down in Kyushu? I'm going to check uh, it out. Yeah, you look Kyushu. it up. Kyushu. Go on. You look um, up your weather. Weather. I just I just wrote Kyushu recipe. That's not right. <laughs> uh, it is highs of 19, lows of two. That is that's a big swing. Two. That's that's a two. That's a big what swing. What the fuck? Oh my but god! But once you start, I think that's a good. And then Friday, you got 14 degrees, 16 degrees. Yeah, I mean it's getting mm. warmer all the time. Up to your 21s of this world, of this world next Tuesday. But uh, I, I think you'll, I think you'll appreciate the slightly cooler weather when you're cycling around. Anyway, hopefully, I'm, I'm, I'm mm. more worried about cycling 100 kilometers a day again. Yeah. Like in my train. Why really are you doing this much. again? I don't know. Idiot. I thought it'd be fun. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Stop saying fair, this though, stuff. I'm, I'm a lot fitter now than I was when I did the last one. Right. Back in mm. September, whenever that was, before I did the Spartan race, the boxing, all that stuff. I think I've got more yep. stamina now, or at least I hope I do. Otherwise, I'm really quite fucked. But before the last cycle, I didn't cycle. I hadn't cycled in years, and I spent like one week just cycling every other day on a bicycle in the gym, and that was my preparation. Oh. And straight after That's the podcast prep. today, I'm going to go to the gym and cycle my ass off for about ninety minutes <laughs> and see if I can do more than. 25, 30 kilometres. But pray for me, Pete. Pray. And watch it live <laughs> on Twitch. Imagine you your arse off. I've cycled my arse off. Oh, dear. <laughs> Let's, oh, oh, God. But, yeah, it'll be on uh, March 18th, guys. Check it out on the great Connor... Wait, is it the 18th? Oh, I don't even know when it is. It's, when uh, it 16, is. 17. doesn't matter, does it? 18th. 18. I don't even know what 18. time this what date this uh, show's coming out, so don't worry about it. It's absolutely fine. But good luck with it all. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where I am sure right take, now. Make sure you lot, take a lot of calorie, mate, and Dr. Jelly and all that shit. I will live and die by Dr. Jelly. Don't you worry. That's the only okay, thing that kept fine. me going through the last one. Um, <laughs> but we have a story this week from Sarah from Leeds. Hello, Ooh. Cabbage Roll Chris and Pocky Pete. Recently, I went on a trip to Shizuoka. My partner and I found a cool-looking sushi restaurant on Google. It looked really traditional, and the seating surrounded the sushi chef's preparation area. When we got there, it lived up to our expectations. We felt like we'd found a real gem. The chef recommended a platter so that we could try a variety of fish, and we agreed to give it a go. There was only one of each, uh, so we were divvying up who was going to have what, and I agreed to have the one with bright white, very smooth, and shiny fish on top. I hadn't ever mm. tried it or seen it before. Um, sounds like squid to me. Uh, he was certainly generous on the portion, and I could barely fit the whole thing in my mouth, but when I did, it tasted all right. I slowly chomped my way through until something in it burst and fluid came out. Uh, the chef oh, was still in front of us. No. So I continued chomping, trying fluid. to play it cool. <laughs> While I was totally grossed out. I got through most of it, but there was one huge lump of it left that I just couldn't get my teeth through. Oh, this is horrible. I don't want to keep I've lost the this. thread about what this actually is. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? Just, it's like, it's just, all I hear is fluid coming out of something and gristle and <laughs> gross. There weren't Go any napkins. Rose. 
There weren't any napkins around me for to, tr- for t- to try and secretly spit it out. So I sat there, <laughs> smiling yeah. with the lump sitting to one side of my mouth <laughs> while, while waiting for an idea of what to do. I looked around for a toilet, but the restaurant was practically in their living room. I couldn't, for the life of me, see a door that looked like a bathroom entrance. Sitting there, mm. sweating with nerves, trying my best not to be disrespectful, I'll make it known <laughs> to my partner. I picked up my little glass of Diet Coke pretended to swig and blew the lump of fish into it. No, no. Oh, this no, just even worse. worse. What are you doing? This is, oh, this is horrible. Oh, no, this is getting worse and worse. It's what like a, a Mr. Bean sketch, isn't it? This is insane. <laughs> uh, this just made things worse because now I had a very large white lump floating at the top of my drink and it was extremely obvious. My partner <laughs> looked at me and asked, what the fuck is that? And began oh, laughing. I tried to hunt it. I tried to hunt it. Tried to hide it <laughs> under the ridge of the counter. And we swiftly made an exit. Mm. I have no idea what the fish, the fluid, or the lump was, but something <laughs> like that uh, happening was my worst nightmare. The chef and his wife were so kind and lovely. I dread to imagine what they thought when they retrieved the coke with a large floaty lump in it hours later. No, How would you have God. dealt with this situation? All the best, Sarah from Leeds. How would you have dealt with that, Pete? What would you have done with your white lump uh, no, of, in your I, mouth? I'll level with you. None, none of that. <laughs> none of fucking that. Oh, oh lordy. Good God. That is uh, that is something else. It really is. Um, what the hell I was would, it? I don't know. I'd, I probably would have had to. Could you not have hidden it under some other food? I don't know. But, like, that's what I would probably do. I'd hide it in a um, little capsule toy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Spit it into one of them. Pop it in my oh, pocket. Oh, God. <laughs> it must have been some squid, but then squid doesn't have a lump or fluid in it, so I, d- I don't know. It's no. pretty messed up, no. though. Maybe oh. it came out of you. Maybe, maybe it just <laughs> came out of your mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> tooth. Big soft tooth. tooth fell out, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I've, I've been in situations close to that. About two years ago, I went through this phase where I drank um, uh, Baileys like every day when I went out to bars which you should never do because in Japan nobody drinks Baileys so the bottles are sitting there for like years on end going rancid and in hindsight I must have drunk a lot of very bad very gone off Baileys over the years over the sort of time that I was drinking and I I would always get very sick the next morning because of all that dodgy cream swashing around in my stomach and one morning I had an important business meeting at a sushi restaurant Mm. and I just got the most horrible looking squid an octopus on a bit of lump of rice in front of me and it was one of those restaurants where you're sitting next to your friend and the sushi chef sort of watches as you eat and I'd be like oh god I'm gonna die and I'd be like "Mm, delicious yes I have to go to the toilet and I'd run to the toilet and be like and it's just awful so don't be sick don't be drunk and be careful when you go to sushi don't be drunk don't be sick don't be drunk don't drink Bailey's I mean, and also, if you are, if you, if your business is Bailey's on a night out, just check the levels of the <laughs> bottle, because in in a bar, because the amount of times I I get quite bad and antacid issues, acid indigestion issues, um, uh, and acid reflux when I've been drinking lager all night, because uh, I do love a fizzy chemical lager, cooking lager, if you will, <laughs> and uh, by the time it gets to about eleven, I'm like, I need a Bailey's or something just to kind of dampen down, you know, put a bit of cream in there to mm. attack the acid. Um, but the issue with that is. Is um, a lot of the Baileys have been sat sat on that fucking <laughs> shelf for fucking years, um, but I do think they last longer than you think. But just be careful. But they do last just, longer than you think. But do they be do? Careful. But they but do like, last longer than you think. But do be careful. 
I've just never seen anyone in Japan drink the stuff, so I think I must have been the. Right. I just had this weird addiction to it at the time because it is quite yeah. good on the rocks. Yogaritos, yogaritos, always the the, the big Yogurito. one in, in Japan because it's just nice and it just tastes like a Yakult, but it's boozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. delicious. But I don't know. I mean, what would you have done in this situation? Would you have just swallowed it and then taken a massive swig of Coke? <laughs> or I'm, a lot of I'm, I'm usually all right uh, with gross stuff because I just sort of, I, I can, I'm not a mentality monster or anything, but right. I'll put anything in my mouth once, Chris. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a promise. Wink, wink. Uh, but I, I'm, I, I will, I will eat anything. And so I, I don't necessarily get the kind of like the jip. <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> I don't really get that much. Um, I don't because I'm a bit thick and I don't really think about what I'm eating. So yeah, <laughs> being more like my dog who just eats anything. <laughs> Next time you come over, I'm going to put that to the test. Some right. Shield cutter, yeah. squid guts. Let's see how you fare with squid guts in your mouth, eh? True that. What that smile True off that. your face? True that. <laughs> Alas, what is the news yeah. of the week? What's going down in Japan this week, Mr. Donaldson? Oh, Bandai are back with some new. Uh, aforementioned capsule toys Chris if you like oh. capsule toys Bandai have got some new ones Zetaini Akanai Gashapon wow what's that <laughs> Gashapon Gashapon capsules that absolutely won't open um, what <laughs> what there's these, there's these puzzle toys basically um, they can be disassembled they can be opened but you have to kind of move the uh, move the parts of the toy in, in the right direction so basically they're a Gashapon a ball a little capsule right. thing and you can't fucking open them they're, they're just really hard to open. You've got to kind of rotate the pieces in the right way oh. to open it. And and there's level one, level two, and level three. Level one just looks like a, a cricket ball with a, a seam down the side. So you've got two halves, and you can only really kind of like, you know, you just got to ro- rotate one side against the other. Level two, though, uh, it's more like a, an oldie-timey 1970s football, and there's like five or six stripes on it. And then level three, it's like the fucking Death Star. <laughs> it looks like this big <laughs> Lego-y mess, uh, and, and it's, it's really hard to open. Uh, and the Gashapon capsules that absolutely won't uh, open, uh, but they don't have a capsule themselves. They are the capsule. The capsule is the capsule is the fun, is the 300 yen toy that you get out of a capsule toy. Gashapon. Fun. That's so cool. Yeah, like a little puzzle. They are like the puzzle boxes, like- the uh, Himitsu Bako, the traditional personal secret box, which I right. need to get one. I really want one of these Japanese puzzle boxes. My friend Ellen is always going on about puzzle boxes and how brilliant they are. And I've never mm. laid hands on one. Like they're, they're quite a thing in Japan, you know, these puzzle boxes where they're crafted meticulously out of wood and you have to nudge things here and there, like something right. out of glass onion to try and open it. And uh, yes. I've always wanted to do it. And put something really it's, boring. I inside. watch these guys on online where they somebody creates like an unbeatable, unbeatable, unbeatable. box, unbeatable box, and they sort of um, and and they spend ages to open this open this thing. But they've kind of there's almost like a language that these kind of like uh, openers have. You know, they they kind of can know Spanish. what a, <laughs> kind of know what. A, 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 they, when they feel something, they can kind of feel what the what kind of mechanism it is because they've felt mm, it so many times mm. before. And the rattle, they kind of figure out. Oh, there's a rattle there, so that must be a ball bearing. And the blah, 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 blah. I mean, it takes them even <laughs> fucking ages. So I have got no hope. I would be very much uh, smashing it with a hammer like the woman does in uh, in, uh, in the <laughs> class. <on> it. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool though. I'll check out these Gashapon if I see them. I love the name. Zetaini means like uh, Zetaini means like definitely. Akanai mm. means won't open. 
And then Gashpon <laughs> is Gashpon. So yeah, cool. Gashpon capsules that absolutely won't open. I will go and find them, and I will bring find them to them. you. I'll give them. you the level three. Get you a level three Gashpon. We'll see how long it takes you to open it in a live stream. <laughs> so it goes, yeah. Challenge. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment, guys. We have stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. <sighs> Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And we're back with the fax machine. What do we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Donaldson? We got a message from uh, Matt from Minnesota, wonderfully alliterative. I'll be heading to Japan. Sorry, uh, uh, hello, Cross Chris and Deliriously Drunk Donaldson. I'll be heading to Japan. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, wait, this is the wrong one. This is the one we did last week. Sorry. Ignore me. Ignore me. For crying out loud, ignore me. Uh, Chris and Pete, my name is Fernando, and I live in upstate New York. My question is, recently my girlfriend and I started to plan a trip to Japan and noticed some Airbnbs in Tokyo were like $35 for a small apartment. Are those Airbnbs safe, or am I... I going to arrive in Tokyo and not have a place to stay? Chris, your Journey Across Japan videos are our favourites. Fernando! $35 apartments in, in Tokyo. Sounds a bit fucking dodgy to me, mate. <laughs> yeah, my sister's travelling around the moment with her husband and uh, I caught mm. up with them the other day and they just yeah. stayed at some real horror stories. They stayed at one place. It was like an Airbnb near Nagano, near the monkey village, where the mm. snow monkeys, right? And the guy was like, no Wi-Fi after 10pm, only shower, right now, toilet at 7am and no breakfast. Mm. And it was just like... <laughs> What the fuck is this? And like, and people are really like, uh, foreign travellers are often like really nice about yeah. just Japanese hosts. They're like, oh, it was so Putting nice. He spoke to us. Silliness. Right. Yeah, well, no, like, yeah. no, they're like, <laughs> they sort of like, Japanese hosts can get away with murder, I think. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah. oh, it's just, they're so Japanese and brilliant. I but it's just your, like, no, this I man was just awful. Trousers. 
I get uh, you give me your trousers, I will eat your trousers. Oh, how terribly Japanese. Who's <laughs> a this, Japanese hentai pervert? It sounded awful, this place, though. And, and right. he was like, and they were like, oh, can we pay by card? And he was like, no card, only cash. No and card. they were like, we'll I said fight you now. We'll just go <laughs> we'll and just get the cash. Up. And yeah. then they drove away and never came back. And then they just Good. Left. Good point. It, Good point. But like, it had been really like listed really badly and you know no wi-fi after 10 no showers in yep. the morning only leaving it was very bizarre and all the host all the all the comments were like wow such an amazing host he t- he spoke to us and asked us where we were from it was just really mm. odd um but that being said airbnbs in tokyo because there is so much competition you might be all right depends where it is right in Tokyo you could be mm. in the sticks in the sort of west or east side of Tokyo in the middle of nowhere or you could be in the centre in a yeah. very tiny creepy apartment $35 <laughs> is a bit worryingly cheap though isn't it Pete yeah I mean like anything uh, any, anything burger wise that's kind of like international is, is really cheap and the, and the value I, I remember like my dad when he went to America um, as a as a young army man um, and I think he had a, he had a girlfriend Chris and they um, and his girlfriend said don't go and he'd never been at McDonald's before and they said oh, don't go to McDonald's it's just, it's just crap food and, and, and my dad on the last day of his trip to America uh, just about when he was about to get on his boat he had a McDonald's and he was like this is so much fucking cheaper than everything everywhere else and it's delicious <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine. She was lying to me. That food is delicious because it's done at scale and it's done in 60 seconds and then I'm fucking out of here and I've got a fucking burger in my hand. So like, it's very much like, yeah, I mean, if you want to save money, you're not going to have the most authentic Japanese experiences. But that's why it's fucking at a premium, isn't it? That's why sushi's so expensive. That's why, uh, think. But, but I, I, yeah, I would just um, spend a lot of money on, um, what are those kind of like uh, rice meals with the, uh, with the beef on top from those little places? Gyudon. I just add yeah, that. Yeah, just all that shit. Just all that shit. All no, that rice shit. rather than rather than is that gyudon? I thought is that rice or I thought it was noodles. Oh well, never mind. no, gyudon's gyu beef don rice yeah. bowl. So gyudon rice bowl. Fuck beef right, rice bowl. Okay. Got you now. And uh, I had that for dinner, and I had McDonald's for lunch, and so it ties <laughs> in very neatly with your story. And McDonald's was cheap, and it was good. Good. I'm working on a video Delicious. at the moment about budging budget like dining out in Japan. And I feel awful because I filmed at Sakia, I gued on, then I filmed nice. at McDonald's, then I ate takoyaki, nice. then I ate like a ramen shop, then I mm. ate Coco fucking Ichibanya, and now I'm going to die, and I'm so full. <laughs> Why am I done all this in one day? Why didn't I spread it out over a week like a normal person? Oh, it's because I've got a cycle yeah. thousand kilometers tomorrow. We've got mm. a story here from Yvonne, uh, who says, Hello, Hello Pete. this is the first time Hajimete. I'm visiting in September. That was a polling pronunciation on my behalf. Good stuff. Uh, I'm visiting Waitashi wa Christus. This is the first time I'm visiting Japan, and I heard it gets quite hot. I was considering wearing sandals without socks, but I'm sure, I'm not sure if this is appropriate. Is it common for Japanese people to wear sandals without socks? And if so, what do they do when they go to a restaurant that makes you take off your shoes? Do they just go in barefoot, or is that frowned upon? Thank you, Yvonne from Portland, Oregon. I actually don't know the answer to this question do you know Pete I think you can wear I don't think it's a problem in summer I think you can wear just bear, just, just wear sandals. wear bears wear, wear bears. bears wear the bears <laughs> I yeah I think it's fine don't you yeah Pete yeah, I would uh, I would I would go to the um, toilet and get a condom out of the machine <laughs> just pop them on little little socks <laughs> they don't yeah, really I do don't know actually it's like yeah I mean it does seem weird that you would wear 
yeah, socky sandals and you got to take off your shirt. Yeah, what? Do, uh, yeah, this uh, especially on in the summer where it's really hot and uh, gross. I think I think barefoot's fine. I, honestly, I don't think that's an issue. To be honest, Yvonne. Um, in fact, in uh, traditional inns with the tatami mat floor, you're not supposed yeah. to. I think. Oh wait, maybe you are supposed to wear socks on them. I can't remember if you need to wear socks or not. It's a vague rule ah. that nobody follows about damaging okay, the right, tatami. Fine. But anyway, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it, Yvonne. You're going to be fine. <laughs> Bring your sandals. Have a whale of a time. We've got one here from uh, Josh from Toronto. He says, hey, guys. Pete, if you could manufacture your own Coolish flavour, what would it be? Looking forward to trying my first ever Coolish next week when I arrive in Japan. Keep up the good work, yeah. Josh from Toronto. I should Pete. sort of go through um, all the people who are out in Japan at the moment who, despite the quite cold weather, uh, are just constantly uh, kind of uh, getting in touch with um, pictures and stuff of them having a chomp on Coolish. It was a brilliant one with Jacob uh, Leo. Oh, um, he, he, he wrote... He, he, there's a picture of uh, Jacob and, like, three other friends, and they're both... <laughs> it's fucking freezing outside. And they're all stood outside a 7-Eleven, and they've all got Coolish in their hands. And he, and he, <laughs> and he writes, Donaldson, 16, 15, 16. And he said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the world of Coolish to the whole creation. Whoever believes and imbibes in the taste of Coolish will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned to a world without Coolish. <laughs> My God. You've started like a cult by the sounds of things. The cult I of Coolish. I think so, but it's one of those, it's, ne- it's not one of those cults that are going to leave rice on the tube. It, we're going to leave empty packets of Coolish on the tube. So I would yeah, like to stuff. know if if they've like a some sort of magic tool or god i'd love to find out what the sales increase has been since you started talking about coolish four years ago five years ago right I'll, how I'll many people have bought them? we are the we are the only fuckers who are talking about it in english on the on twitter <laughs> it's true, actually we're yeah. the only people who and they've never they've never got in touch to send me some they've never got in touch to even send me some fucking merch the lotte corporation well. call yourself a corporation Call yourself a marketing arm. I had that recently. I messaged... uh, I I never reach out to companies, right, for sponsor opportunities. I don't really... You know, I'm not that bothered. But I reached out to Huel because I have Huel. Give me some Huel. I do have Huel quite often. It's quite good. Human Fuel. It's like a... It's a meal replacement stuff, quite high protein. It's like a milkshake kind of thing, but it's healthy. Stop talking about Benjamin Netanyahu. You're never going to meet him. (laughs) What the fuck? And uh, I reached out to them. I was like, I like the product. I use it a lot. Yeah. Help me get fit for the cycle and the Spartan race and the boxing. And they're like, nah, we don't want to sponsor you. They didn't even, what? They didn't even, they didn't even send you a few cans. Didn't get anything. Nothing. Nothing. Fuck that. And then, but you and just then, know for a fact it didn't go to the right person. We're off to I'm off to WrestleMania for WrestleMe, the podcast we do. Um we've not even bought our tickets. Because last time there were we bought extortionate tickets and then the next day like people were reselling for like fifty quid. So we'll just wait oh for my them. God. But in the meantime, I'm like, we have got the top ten most supported Patreon in oh, wrestling. Wow. Not just like UK, not just Europe, the world, right? The whole fucking thing. Top ten. <laughs> the whole galaxy right? by all accounts. The whole fucking galaxy. Because my co host Mark is very good and funny, right? And we can't get and I was in touch with the WWE PR person and they just have ignored me every single time about the whole <laughs> thing. Can you just just give us two shitty tickets to WrestleMania? Just help us out. We want to say it's bad when it frequently is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they listen to our stuff, to be fair. 
Well, if you can't join them, beat them. I'm going to make my own fuel. I'm going to make my own meal replacement supplement. The Natsuki's bathtub coming soon. Natsuki fuel. It's going to take the world by storm. If you, oh, just it was annoying though. It was quite annoying, especially as I saw another YouTuber who's very small getting a sponsorship deal from Huel. It was like fuck. What? Mm. <laughs> but then there you go. There's the way the cookie yeah. crumbles, isn't it? You just yeah. don't get what you want in this world. Can't always the get takeaway. any Huel. I'm going to burn all my fuel in a field. But that <laughs> is all for now, guys. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming into Born Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back, bitter as ever, in the next episode, the next few days. <laughs> <laughs> sponsorless with no deals, no nothing, unloved. Hey, you know what? You know what's world. not fucking bitter? Huel. Delicious. Oh. <laughs> You've never had it. Fuck Never you. had it. Get Sounds out disgusting. of here. We'll see you right back here, guys. Uh, see you all over again on the Abroad in Japan podcast. Make shitty pants. <laughs>